Your Locked On The Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, if you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, and the Odyssey app. Doing so is free and ensures you never miss another episode. Before we get into our brand new show, we have a special announcement about the Crosscheck Podcast. We've got a new podcast that will help you get hockey smart. The Crosscheck Podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Crosscheck Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite shows. Speaking of bringing very smart people onto the Locked On Podcast Network, it is actually a very special episode tonight as we are welcoming Tom Gazzola of the Locked On NHL show, formerly of Locked On Oilers, to discuss Edmonton's side of the postseason picture. I will probably have a few uh, pre-recorded responses for some of the, uh, well, we had like a question set talking about what parts of the Jets and, and Oilers series might be interesting, but I'm going to talk a little bit less about Winnipeg's side because by now you probably know where you stand with the Jets and what you expect to see in the postseason. I don't think it's going to really be worth hammering it over the head any more than I already have. So without further ado, let's get into the Edmonton side of the postseason picture. Tom, thanks so much for joining us. Harrison, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Uh, really excited now that uh, we're actually going to see some Oilers and Jets action finally. I know, and uh, you've uh, you've actually been able to head out to the rink. What's it been like for the past couple of days? Uh, from an Oilers' point of view, uh, good pace, up-tempo, engaged, focused, ready to go. But here's the thing, and I, I bring this up on TSN 1260 when I'm doing my show, and uh, we saw that last year going into the bubble. The Oilers had all this zip in their practice, a little pep in their step, and then they totally laid an egg and were total duds when they finally played Chicago. So a little bit leery of it, but I, I think that it's good overall that we're seeing them kind of dial it in a little bit. That's very interesting. I mean, this this Oilers team is one that the Jets fans have unfortunately become very accustomed to uh, knowing all too well. Um, tell us a little bit about this season, because I think for a lot of folks, we only know that the Jets are, are definitely a team that they kind of stomp on, but you know they've managed to get into second place in the North. What's their season been like and who's really been maybe an underrated star. Um, everyone knows McDavid is, of course, killing it, but maybe somebody else has been really, really good and, and hasn't really gotten the recognition for it. Yeah, it, the season started out really bad for this team. Let's not kid ourselves. By the end of January, they were 3-6, and six, and then they kind of came alive. They, they buckled it down. They got Mike Smith back, and we're going to touch on that right away. But um, after January, this team really turned it up uh, a few notches. I mean, you could even make the old joke that they cranked it up to 11 and, and they were one of the best teams in the league uh, from that point forward. And of course, obviously they were led by an unbelievable season from Connor McDavid and equally brilliant from Leon Dreisaitl. And it's crazy to think that a 85 point season gets overshadowed in a 56 game uh, regular season. But of course, McDavid, cranking it up with his points this year and 
having 105 points and, and dry settle. I think it was actually 84 that he ended up with. Um, that just tells you that, yeah, they've got these two thoroughbreds that really lead the charge. But Mike Smith was the backbone. There's no denying that. Miko Koskinen kind of, you know, was a good soldier and, and hung in there for the first month. But Mike Smith is a bona fide number one. He showed everybody that once he was healthy and got going. And he was the backbone for this team because without any saves, you're not going to, you're not going to win a lot of games, regardless of how many goals you're able to score. And then, you know, some of the unsung heroes are Darnell Nurse and Tyson Berry, those guys on the back end. Uh, people pointed at the Oilers and said, hey, where's the secondary scoring? Well, it came from Tyson Berry, who led all NHL defensemen in scoring this year. And then uh, a season where Darnell Nurse really emerged as a premier blue liner in the National Hockey League. So those guys on the back end, coupled with Mike Smith, and then, of course, the two big dogs in Settle and McDavid, uh, really were huge for this team. And then they got good contributions from other players. Jesse Pugliarvi, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Ethan Bear's game evolved throughout the season. Adam Larson was great defensively. And their third and fourth lines, you know, chipped in at key moments, but more importantly, played big roles on the defensive side of things and on the penalty kill. So they ended up rounding out to be a really solid team in the North Division overall. If, if you could point to like one particular weakness that you, you think this team may face in the postseason, what do you think the Oilers are going to struggle with? It's going to be the blue line and overall defensive game. That's something that did get better for this team, especially five on five. It had been stagnant for a number of years and it didn't prove numbers wise, but the Oilers do have a penchant for the bad giveaway. Uh, they, they give up pizzas in the wrong areas at the wrong time from time to time. And that happens from the blue line. Sometimes they don't get pucks out along the wall and the wingers need to be better at doing that. Uh, they are prone to mistakes and gifting glorious opportunities to the opposition. And, and that's something that has plagued them. Uh, they've managed to, to rein it in a little bit, but you know what, if, if there's pressure on them, you've got good skill forwards in Win Winnipeg. And you've got solid defensemen in Winnipeg, I think a bit underrated in Winnipeg. Um, if they pressure the Oilers enough, they might be able to create those turnovers and benefit for them going back the other way. In just a moment, we will continue our thoughts with Tom as we are going to talk about some of the series matchups and what players might be matched against one another. Maybe we're going to see Mark Shifley versus Connor McDavid, and if so, what might we expect? Before then, though, I thought you should hear about the greatness that is rockauto.com and why they should be the only place you buy your auto parts from. When it comes to auto part replacement, a lot of us aren't really that experienced. Maybe some of us are DIY mechanics at home. Maybe some of us have never lifted the hood of our car. Even if you are experienced, you may not be paying the best prices available for the parts that you're looking for. If you want to stop wasting time and money, look no further than rockauto.com. They're a family-run business with over 20 years of experience in the automotive industry. Their easy-to-use, intuitive website allows you to sort by make, year, and model of your vehicle, as well as setting a price range filter so you always get the parts that you need at the prices you want. Whether you're looking for a new engine control module or a floor mat replacement, rockauto.com Com's diverse catalog is sure to have what you need in stock. And best of all, you can save anywhere from 20, 30, even 50% off retail brick and mortar in-store pricing. Why shop anywhere else when rockauto.com has the best selection and pricing in the industry? There are zero membership fees and all customers pay the same prices no matter their experience. When you place your order, be sure to write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today and tell them locked on sent you. 
Welcome back to the special episode of the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are currently sitting down with Tom Gazzola of the Locked On NHL podcast to talk about the Edmonton Oilers versus the Winnipeg Jets. Tom just walked us through some of the different storylines and narratives that have surrounded Edmonton season and some of their underrated players and some of the guys who have done a really good job of carrying the team through some very difficult times. Now I kind of want to change gears and talk about matchups, which I think from a lot of perspectives, everyone seems to you know believe the same thing, that the Jets are probably in a degree of trouble. We've seen over the past couple of months that the Jets against the Oilers, while they do play a relatively close game in certain areas, it always seems like McDavid's line is the one that kind of breaks through and puts Winnipeg on the back foot. Now, as Tom mentioned earlier in this episode, he did say that the Oilers, if you apply pressure, do have some weaknesses. It's not like the Edmonton roster is entirely foolproof. And I think we've seen in, in previous outings, the roster that the Oilers put out there tends to be very thin, right? You look at the depth players, maybe they don't exactly have the kind of talent that would go against a line like Adam Lowry's or a unit that has Andrew Kopp and somebody like Pierre-Luc Dubois or something. You know, a lot of these guys are, are probably career fourth liners and, and sure, some of these players may be dangerous in certain areas, especially if the Jets don't really apply a lot of pressure and tend to sit back, but usually these are matchups that theoretically the Jets should be winning, but for some reason just haven't, and it's kind of crazy because this is a, a very clear opportunity for the Jets to actually make noise once McDavid is off the ice. But of course, we all know this, we've we've talked about it on this podcast plenty of times, and so now I kind of wanted to talk to Tom about some ideas about what sort of matchups the Jets should expect and, and how Edmonton will probably approach this series. This series is probably going to be one that is heavily reliant on, on player matchups, and certainly for the Jets, that has been a little bit of an issue because McDavid basically just wins virtually any matchup that he faces. Um, but kind of looking at this series and what could transpire in in a situation like this, who do you think against McDavid might find success? Because for the most part, Jets fans have found that like the Mark Shifley line doesn't really uh, have much ability to contain this unit. Do you think anyone else can actually shut McDavid down or at the very least just kind of slow him down? Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's such a, a tall task and, and so many people have been asked to do it. Um, it, you know what, Harrison, it takes a team effort and the best team to do it this year was Toronto where they clogged up the neutral zone, took away any space. They kind of forced them to the boards and, and it took all five guys on the ice to do that. But looking at the jets, you're right. The Shifley matchup going head to head with the big guns, it didn't necessarily work out for the jets. And I'm sure Paul Maurice is going to try to tweak his strategy and, and see if he gets a better result. Maybe the Adam Lowry line could do something with Appleton. I know Perot's been skating there uh, this week as they head into game one. Uh, we'll see if anything changes. I know the Jets have been dealing with some injuries, and Paul Maurice seems to be playing the game within the game and kind of being coy in his messaging and toying with guys wearing non-contact uniforms. Um, maybe Lowry gets that assignment. Maybe he has better success than the Shifley-Wheeler Connor combination might going head to head against McDavid, Cahoon, and Pulleyarvi. And that's going to be interesting to see. And then now all of a sudden, and we've seen McDavid with Dry Settle at, at a lot of points in time this season, those two are separated. Dry Settles with Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto, that line had a lot of success in the regular season in 1920. Not so much this season because they didn't really play much together until the latter parts of the season. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if there's a strategy to slow that line down as well. Are there any Jets players that you're particularly concerned about for Edmonton to deal with? Because I think for the most part, Tippett tends to like to uh, get that one or two goal lead and then basically dump the puck and shut down the neutral zone. 
which the Jets have had a horrendous time trying to break. It's always very clogged, and basically Winnipeg's offense kind of dies. Do you foresee the Jets finding a way through? Is there any player that you would think, or any particular line that you would think might actually break through for once? I think the Jets have one of the deepest rosters up front in the National Hockey League, and they can run and gun with anybody, except they tried to run and gun with the Oilers this year, and it didn't work out. You're right, absolutely. Um, There's a lot of guys on this roster that I look at and go, boy, he's pretty darn good. He's pretty darn good. Shifley, Connor, Wheeler, no question. I still have a ton of time and respect for Paul Stasny. I think he has a lot to give, even though he's getting older and up there in age. I I do like Lowry. I think Matthew Perot has bit the Oilers at, at key moments as well. I think Mason Appleton is sneaky good. And Nikolai Ehlers, when he's playing against the Oilers, has been tremendous. And a guy that I expected to see more from, and maybe he's just getting acclimated. I know he's been a little bit nicked up and dinged up lately, has been Pierre-Luc Dubois. But I think he could be an absolute monster asset to this team and this forward unit and just complement an already excellent plethora of forwards skill-wise and and just general overall ability-wise uh, that, that Winnipeg possesses. There's tons of guys on this team, Harrison, that I look at and go, boy, those are tremendous National Hockey League forwards. And, you know, uh, you could just go down the list. This this is a good team. This is going to be a good matchup, and I don't think it's going to be the 7-2 and two uh, Oilers versus the Jets like we saw. And uh, I think this series is going to be close, tight, and we should see some excellent hockey. We've gotten some really great insights into some expectations for the series and what we might see as Paul Maurice and Dave Tippett try to match against each other. And in just a moment, we'll talk about our series predictions. But before then, I thought you should hear about why BetOnline is the only place you should be doing your online betting. When it comes to the wild, wild west of online betting, you need to know that there's a safe, reliable name that you can trust every single time. That's why you should look no further than BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the hot action at BetOnline. They've got all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB action, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, international soccer, and so many other sports. Before the next pitcher face-off, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up for bonuses, and enter all the contests your heart desires. Stop sitting on the sidelines and get in on the action as all of your favorite sports teams prep for their deep playoff runs. Getting started couldn't be easier. Go to BetOnline.ag to register for a free account on your laptop laptop, mobile device, or desktop, and when you do, be sure to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus when you make your very first deposit. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON at registration when you make your account for a matched 50% welcome bonus when you make your very first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Folks, it is now time to return to our uh, NHL playoff coverage involving the Winnipeg Jets and Edmonton Oilers. We've talked with Tom Gazzola about matchups, maybe some early series thoughts, narratives around the Oilers. Now it's time to get into our series predictions. Given the season record, um, I think the biggest question for a lot of folks is what do they think the, the final record for this series is going to be? What are you predicting in this playoff series, considering it's probably going to be closer than it appears? Yeah, I'll reiterate. You're right. Like we're going to see some tight games. We're going to see some brilliant goals because these teams are certainly capable of it. And we're going to see if third and fourth lines can contribute and how well they can turn the tide for either team or tilt the ice, if you will. Um, I I do still think Edmonton's going to persevere. Uh, I like Mike Smith versus Connor Hellebuck. And that's saying something because Connor Hellebuck, the reigning Vesna winner, is, is an outstanding goaltender. One of the best premier goalies in the National Hockey League. Um, you know, the Jets have relied heavily on him. 
and the workload has been uh, significant for Connor Hellebuck. But Mike Smith, the way he's playing this year, the numbers he's put up, uh, just the style of play and how he competes, he's a battler. He fights. He doesn't care what people think about him anymore. He's just out there trying to win, and he's proving that in his play. And he's got better and improved team defense around him. So I think it's going to be a tight series. I think Edmonton will win in six, but I think we're going to see some real nail biters and some awesome hockey. It's funny. I think I actually have Edmonton in six as well. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a weird series because I think one of the biggest questions for me has been, you know, Winnipeg's adjustments from the regular season. I think that they, they tended to really struggle, especially in like the last four to five games against Edmonton. They kind of went back to the same well a lot. So, um, I'm kind of hoping that this time maybe they change their strategy a little, a little bit. They're going to be without Ehlers at least um, very potentially for like the first game. I know he was skating in a non-contact jersey recently, but without him, their transition game, definitely not on the same level. And certainly he's one of their most important creators. Um, is their Edmonton lineup basically at full health or are they missing anyone in particular? The only one health-wise really, I mean, you, you can't even count. Oscar Clefbaum, obviously, but uh, they had Zach Cassian out there taking regular reps uh, on a line with James Neal and Ryan McLeod. So it looks like he's good to go. Hasn't played in a few weeks since he injured himself against the Montreal Canadiens. That was the big one up front. And then on the blue line, if you consider the left D on the third pair to be a very important part of the team, then uh, we're seeing Chris Russell still not good to go. He got injured a few games ago uh, late in the season and has not been back. He missed the last couple of weeks of action. Uh, Although he is taking part in full practices, it looks like Slater Cuckoo, who's only played one game since February 20th, he played the last game of the season after breaking his clavicle in a game against Calgary, will get the nod over Caleb Jones, who's, you know, first-year NHLer and has shown that in his play. There's peaks and valleys in the young defenseman's game. So Cuckoo the veteran gets the nod over Caleb Jones, unless the doctors and Chris Russell deem he is good to go. Then I think as soon as he is, he'll bump out Cuckoo and pair up with Ethan Bear on the third pair. Gotcha, gotcha. It'll be interesting because Cassian's the one who likes to hit it off the post and give the Jets fans a lot of scares. So uh, we'll see how this pans out, and maybe we'll see if any of these third-pairing D actually have a major role, a surprising one, especially playoff time. There's always an underrated hero. Um, but Tom, I think that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can Jets and Oilers fans find you? You can catch me on Locked On NHL with Sarah Avampato on Wednesdays and then uh, again on Fridays with Joe DiBiase. And if you really, really want to tune in and listen to Oilers stuff, uh, I host the pre and post game show every Oilers game day on TSN 1260. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Harrison. Enjoy the playoffs, man. Folks, that will do it for tonight's show. Uh, We are very happy that Tom was able to join us and give us some really cool insight into the Oilers. Again, be sure to check out his show and his radio presence at TSN. But for tonight's podcast, that will do it. Before you log off, don't forget to check out the Locked On Today podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And as always, thanks for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go.